Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of alcoholic liver disease found under the gastrointestinal section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 55-year-old man presents to his primary care physician for an annual exam. He currently does not have any acute complaints. However, he continues drinking multiple alcoholic beverages daily. He noticed that when he tries to stop drinking alcohol, he becomes tremulous and feels anxious. Laboratory studies demonstrate a transaminitis. An abdominal ultrasound demonstrates hepatic steatosis. Let's continue with an introduction to alcoholic liver disease. As a general overview, remember that excessive alcohol use can lead to alcoholic fatty liver disease, alcoholic hepatitis, and cirrhosis. In terms of the pathophysiology, ethanol consumption may lead to promotion of lipid accumulation within the liver, and liver cell injury is due to increased oxidative stress, and there is also decreased intake of vitamins. Ethanol metabolism leads to the production of acetaldehyde and reduced nicotinamide adenine. Conditions that are associated with alcoholic liver disease include malnutrition, such as in the case of Wernicke encephalopathy and Korsakoff syndrome. Other conditions that are associated include hepatic encephalopathy. Moving on to the presentation, patients will typically be asymptomatic. However, symptoms will depend on how severe the liver damage is and if the patient develops cirrhosis. Specific symptoms or physical exam findings that may be present include palmar erythema, gynecomastia, testicular atrophy, spider angiomas, jaundice, caput medusae, and hematemesis or melana. In terms of further imaging, abdominal ultrasound is indicated to evaluate liver morphology, which may demonstrate hepatic steatosis or cirrhosis. In terms of further studies, one should evaluate an AST and ALT. Remember that this is often elevated and it typically demonstrates an AST to ALT ratio greater than 2. Gamma-glutamyl transpeptidase may also often be elevated, however, it is not specific for alcoholic liver disease. One may also observe macrocytosis. This is suggestive of long-standing disease, and it is secondary to decreased vitamin B12 or folate intake, as well as alcoholic toxicity. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about viral hepatitis, with differentiating factors being that they will present with a significantly elevated AST and ALT, and there will be positive hepatitis testing. In terms of treatment, conservative options include cessation of alcohol. This is indicated for all patients with alcoholic liver disease, and it is associated with improved outcomes. Another option is nutritional therapy. This is indicated as vitamin replacement. Medical options include glucocorticoids. This is indicated for severe alcoholic hepatitis. Surgical options include liver transplantation. This is indicated in patients with decompensated liver disease. And lastly, Complications related to alcoholic liver disease include gastroesophageal varices, which is secondary to portal hypertension, as well as hepatocellular cancer and ascites, which can result in spontaneous bacterial peritonitis. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to alcoholic liver disease, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 48-year-old homeless male presents to the ED because he hasn't felt well recently. He states that he has been feeling nauseous and extremely weak over the past few days. He has several previous admissions for alcoholic intoxication and uses heroin occasionally. His temperature is 100.9 degrees Fahrenheit or 38.3 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 127 over 89. Pulse is 101 beats per minute. His physical exam is notable for palmar erythema, tender hepatomegaly, and gynecomastia. 
His laboratory findings are notable for an AST of 170, ALT of 60, GGT of 400 with a normal range of 0 to 45, alkaline phosphatase of 150, direct bilirubin of 0.2, total bilirubin of 0.8, white blood cells of 10,500, serum iron of 100 micrograms per deciliter, TIBC of 300 micrograms per deciliter with a normal range of 250 to 370, a serum acetaminophen screen is negative, and a serum AFP of 6 with a normal range of less than 10. Which of the following is the most likely cause of this patient's symptoms? And the answer choices are Choice 1, acute cholangitis. Choice 2, hepatocellular carcinoma. Choice 3, alcoholic hepatitis. Choice 4, acute viral hepatitis. Or choice 5, hereditary hemochromatosis. The best answer to this question is Choice 3, alcoholic hepatitis. In a patient with a chronic history of alcohol abuse, fever, and tender hepatomegaly, this is concerning for alcoholic hepatitis. An AST to ALT ratio greater than 2 is highly suggestive of alcoholic hepatitis. This patient has a history of alcohol abuse and several stigmata of chronic liver disease, such as palmar erythema and gynecomastia. The acute presentation of fever, nausea, and tender hepatomegaly is suggestive of hepatitis. The laboratory values of AST to ALT ratio greater than 2, elevated GGT indicating prior alcohol use, and slight elevation of alkaline phosphatase make alcoholic hepatitis the most likely cause. Of these, the most important value is the AST to ALT ratio greater than 2. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Fever, jaundice, and right upper quadrant tenderness would be most alarming for acute cholangitis, which represents Charcot's triad. However, Bilirubin and alkaline phosphatase levels are generally much higher than seen in this patient. Choice 2. Though hepatocellular carcinoma is a significant concern in alcoholic patients, the low AFP and AST to ALT ratio greater than 2 suggest HCC is less likely than alcoholic hepatitis. Choice 4. Although the patient's IV drug use puts him at risk for viral hepatitis, the AST to ALT ratio is more indicative of alcoholic hepatitis. Acute viral hepatitis tends to present with a much more dramatic rise in both transaminases. Choice 5. Iron levels and iron saturation are not high enough to suggest hemochromatosis. Finally, a bullet summary. Alcoholic hepatitis presents with fever and tender hepatomegaly, and lab findings classically include elevated AST and ALT with an AST to ALT ratio of greater than 2. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 53-year-old woman presents to your office with several months of fatigue and abdominal pain. The pain is dull in character and unrelated to meals. She has a history of type 2 diabetes mellitus and rheumatic arthritis for which she is taking ibuprofen, methotrexate, and metformin. She has 2-3 to three drinks on the weekends and does not use tobacco products. On physical exam, there is mild tenderness to palpation in the right upper quadrant. The liver span is 15 centimeters at the midclavicular line. Laboratory results demonstrate a sodium of 135, chloride of 100, potassium of 3.7, bicarbonate of 24, BUN of 13, creatinine of 1.0, alkaline phosphatase of 100, AST of 70, ALT of 120, total bilirubin of 0.5, and a direct bilirubin of 0.1, as well as an amylase of 76. What is the most likely cause of her clinical presentation? And the answer choices are... Choice 1, copper accumulation in hepatocytes. Choice 2, fatty infiltration of hepatocytes. Choice 3, 
autoimmune destruction of the intralobular bile ducts. Choice 4, alcohol-induced destruction of hepatocytes. Or choice 5, drug-induced liver damage. The best answer to this question is, choice 2, fatty infiltration of hepatocytes. This patient with insulin resistance in hepatomegaly with elevated transaminases has non-alcoholic fatty liver disease as a result of fatty infiltration of hepatocytes. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is associated with insulin resistance. Unlike alcoholic liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease results in an increased elevation of ALT compared to AST due to fatty infiltration of hepatocytes. Patients are often asymptomatic, however they may present with fatigue and vague upper abdominal discomfort. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Copper accumulation in hepatocytes is seen in patients with hepatolenticular degeneration, also referred to as Wilson's disease. Clinical symptoms include hepatitis, neuropsychiatric symptoms, and pigmented deposits around the cornea. Choice 3. Autoimmune destruction of the intralobular bile ducts is seen in patients with primary biliary cirrhosis, or PBC. PBC is seen in middle-aged women, and it is associated with autoimmune diseases. However, you would expect to see a cholestatic pattern with an elevated conjugated bilirubin and elevated alkaline phosphatase. Choice 4. Alcohol-induced destruction of hepatocytes is associated with sustained, long-term alcohol consumption and an AST to ALT ratio of greater than 2. Choice 5. Drug-induced liver damage would present with signs of both hepatocellular and cholestatic injury with a disproportionate elevation in the serum aminotransaminases compared to the alkaline phosphatase. Finally, a bullet summary. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease presents with an elevated ALT greater than AST, and it is caused by fatty infiltration of hepatocytes. That's all for this review about alcoholic liver disease. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 1 podcast a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.